Hello. Oh, hi, Merlin. How are you today? <clears throat> I'm great, Dan. How are you? I'm feeling, you know, no, not great, but... What's going on? You, are you re-sick? Oh, uh, yeah, I got... Well, I think the uh, the cold that I had that we were talking about last time was a gateway drug for to, for myself to get the thing that you had. Oh, no. I think you gave it to me. Did you, were you delirious? Yes, and I got sick right after uh, right after we did the show. Hmm. So I'm figuring that had something to do with it. You should wash your hands more. Oh, I know. No, I've got a, I've got that on my list. I think one reason your your phone goes off. Did you know that the little one just now? That's the five by five radio I know, announcement. That, I know. You can't hear mine because it's off. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I'm just saying. You want right. to start? You ready to start? Yeah, we can start now. <clears throat> I'm pretty convinced that the reason kids. Well, I shouldn't say, but I think the reason kids got sick. No, less, if you know something, you better share it. <clears throat> I think um, I think hand washing helps a lot, and uh, I, I'm pretty good about hand washing. But when our daughter went to preschool, that place was really, really good about like basically every transition. You wash your hands. It sounds crazy and a little compulsive, but it's such a good idea when you're around these filthy little kids. So, like, you know, if you go outside, you come in, you wash your hands, you go to the bathroom before, or after, you know, like you're like you're a rabbi or something, right? You get it on both hands, <laughs> muscle top. And so, uh, but I think that makes a huge difference. You know what I'm saying? No, I totally do. And I, uh, you know, it's always interesting how schools respond to this. Do they respond by teaching your kids like you came in from outside, wash your hands, you're doing this thing, wash your hands, or, or are they like a hand gel school? There's a lot of places that use the hand gel. And you know what? I, I want to clear something up about hand gel. This has been mm. a, what is the thing that, that expression you use? in your bonnet? Be in your bonnet, a, something in craw. Or in your craw? Is, is that you know, it? Craw is a throat, not a claw. Otherwise they call it a claw. If you had something stuck in your claw, that'd be different. I, I did not. I did, I did not know that. Welcome to Back to Words with Dan Emerald. <laughs> that craw. could be our, instead of an after dark, we could do, we could do that. Well, so here's, here's the one thing I think people are confused about. There's people who look at hand gel and they say, oh, hand gel's bad because it's antibacterial and that's killing the natural stuff that's supposed to be on your hands and it's creating a, di- that's incorrect. I don't know what kind of hand gel you're using. Okay, but the only good kind of hand gel you're you supposed to... You have no idea what kind of hand gel I'm using. I don't. But the only kind of hand gel you're supposed to use, it's, it should have only alcohol in it, nothing nothing else. And it should be at least 60... I think it's 60% alcohol. And, and that's it. You don't want to use the stuff that has antibacterial uh, hand wipes. That's bad. That's the bad stuff. The good stuff is it's just the alcohol and uh, in the little uh, thing and you squeeze it out. And, uh, and that doesn't kill, that kills bacteria, but it doesn't do anything antibacterial. It doesn't do any, it doesn't kill your own body's defenses against anything. It's perfectly fine. Use that. Okay. Not a doctor. Um, I think you're close enough. I am going to say that's great. And, uh, <laughs> uh thank you for sharing that. I'm not going to get involved because no. I don't want to deal well, with. Well, you saw what happened to John Syracuse. Well, it's because he was incorrect about what a flu shot does. I thought it was just a universal save all. I think you tried to help him with this. You basically yeah. said getting a flu shot will not prevent you from getting the cold. And then he changed the subject. You want to talk about <laughs> right? He had to, as well. He canceled his show. Is what he did. <laughs> well, that's, that's what that led to. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to 
burn the village to save the village. Yeah, he was he was done with the show after that. So hmm, interesting. Yeah, I um I I don't want to get involved in this, but uh, I I if I'm given the option, and increasingly I am not given the option, uh, I will always opt for the product that does not have antibacterial on it. Right, because soap is fine. Soap is Here's fine. The thing. Just you know, do you really need all that hand gel? People can't you just go wash your hands with hot water. I mean, I, I learned this in Scouts. It's not complicated. You go and you wash your hands. That's a big thing in Scouts is washing your hands. What kind of Scout were you? Be prepared. I was a Bobcat. It's a Bobcat. Okay. Is that a Cub <laughs> Scout? I don't know. A what Scout? A Cub Scout. Cub Scout. Sorry. Do you know you what a Cub Scout is? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Sounded like you said something different. I'm sorry. What? I mean, oh, I got to check the Sonys. Wow. <clears throat> no, uh, I was not a cum scout. I uh, I was a bobcat, and I, I never... I think I was like, there's like a, a special... You know how you get like private... Everybody in the Army mostly is a private first class, but when you're like training, you're not even that. Like, I was that kind of bobcat. I was like a sub-bobcat. And I was very into it. I was very into it. Anyway, all I'm trying to say is this, Dan... It's a really good idea to get in the habit of washing your hands. Now, why do I say habit? Because I think, like, I don't know, who cares about my family? But, like, as soon as we walk in the door, everybody in the house, usually, like, if I'm picking my daughter up from school, I don't even have to ask her anymore. She takes off her shoes, she puts them where the shoes go, and then she walks into the bathroom and she washes her hands. Not very well, but I still feel like it's a little bit of a win. And I just think, basically, every time, especially, you know, if you're, uh, if you want to live, it's just a good idea to wash your hands. And again, I don't think you have to be compulsive about it. I think it's weird not to wash your hands. And why do I say this? Because I live in San Francisco. And every day, Americans are learning more and more about how horrible, horrible it is to live in San Francisco. I heard today the, the median rent in San Francisco is $3,400 a month. Oh, my God. Median. Median. That wow. means you pick three out of five. And, and, but there's poop everywhere. It's just a good idea to always be washing your hands. Now, if you like live in an Applebee's, maybe you're fine. Maybe the bourbon chicken takes care of all of your disease problems. <laughs> Maybe, excuse me. Do you Maybe. hear that in my chest? How horrible that is? I did. Should, so I, should like, I do that toward the mic instead of away from it so that the listeners no, can hear it? I love it. It sounds exactly like my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> who, who needs Jim Dalrymple now, right? exactly like my grandpa. In the last five years, he was alive, God rest his soul. God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, by the way, a, a, I'm looking this up. Yes. A bobcat is a type of... Cub Scout. <laughs> Cub Scout. Cub Scout, yes. Cub Scout, yes. Now, which, which are a subset was... of a Boy Scout? Well, it depends who the Scoutmaster is, if you know what I mean. Or the Scoutmistress. <laughs> is and, that and, a euphemism? She, hmm, not really. Not really. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. When yeah. I was a child, I don't know if this is the case anymore, I do not follow the Scouts. But when I was a kid, a, a bobcat was where you started. It was the kindergarten of Boy Scouts. Yeah, that's well. Now my father was a silver beaver. <laughs> grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> my, gran- my grandpa had all the smoking illnesses. I'm going to go back to muting it here. It was, a, it was a long race to which one of the smoking illnesses would kill him. It oh was fun to watch. It was fun to watch. Um, he <laughs> 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 had to sleep in a lazy boy. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Bulk bag. Just leave me alone. Just leave <laughs> this me alone. This is fun. Don't you dare hit that mute. No. No. This is good. This is what people tune in for. Um, 
Yeah. So anyway, I think it's a good idea to wash your hands, and I think that habit part is is, is a good thing. I mean, if you, if you do something more often than you don't do it, then that, then you've got the beginnings of a habit. Mm-hmm. Now, that can be a bad thing. You could end up in a lazy boy in your seventies. God rest his soul. But you know, you could also uh, have a habit uh, along the lines of washing your hands. I think it's a good idea. Anyway, the point is at this uh, at the at the at the preschool, boy, they were just crazy with the hand washing, and they're good about it at the elementary school. But you know how it is at an elementary school. You just don't. It's much more regimented, so you're not like um, regimented. That's the wrong word, but like you can't just. There's not as much going to the bathroom in general. I think you have to hold it a lot in kindergarten. That's like step three on the path to success is learning to hold it. And it's the fourth part of the Bobcat Oath is to hold it, <laughs> especially if it's a scoutmaster. <laughs> right? Oh God, <laughs> you're terrible. <laughs> Never made it to bear. Never made it to wolf. Never made it to bear. <laughs> You gotta really like your scoutmaster to become a bear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the play? <laughs> oh god. Yep. <coughs> Un- unfiltered camels he smoked. Yeah. So anyway, um, good week, big week. Dan has a little bit of a cough. <laughs> Yeah, how's my how, is my call quality okay? Right yeah, now? actually, this time it seems. Uh... I, 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 I want to apologize to everybody. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Just keep talking. I'm gonna mute. I'm gonna mute. Bark, bark, bark. Bear. And we're back. Guys, I am sorry. I'm very, very sorry for the surprisingly uh, not that often. That's, a, that's an adjective I just made up. <laughs> surprisingly not that often uh, recording of our program where my call, call, call quality call, call quality is bad. I don't know why that is. There's nothing we know we can do about it. And Dan, please tell the audience it's not my fault. It, no, it, it's, it's not. Skype. It's it's a Skype thing, and it it there's no actual way to know whether it's something that they've changed or what uh and we've had it intermittently and you know it, we'll do a few shows here a day and some of them will have outstanding skype quality and other ones will start out fine and then get bad and th- there's no way to do it. we're trying i wish there was something better than skype but nope. uh but there really isn't nope nope and i did the full voodoo today the reason we're a part of is a little bit ping pong uh we started a little bit late because i did the i did all the way down and all the way up i went all the way down to the bear scout i turned <laughs> I turned, I turned. (laughs) Wolf. Just stop. Say nothing funny for the next 50 minutes. Bad wolf. I I turned everything all the way down. All the way down. I turned everything off. I went over to my dingus with the power switch and I shut off the entire, uh, the router and I shut off the, the Apple thing. Well, it worked. well, we'll see. This is anyway. I would like to. I, I honestly would like to say. I, I I apologize for when we have uh, bad re- recording quality. I, I hope it makes you notice that most of the time it sounds surprisingly good, given that I am on the show. But uh, th- occasionally they will come out, and I'll listen to a little bit of it. I, I can't listen to the show. It's it's unlistenable. Yeah, it, it's it doesn't happen a lot. And when it does happen, it it's and a lot of the time, what what people are not hearing is sometimes you and I will actually disconnect the call. And we'll try it back. <laughs> we'll reboot things, and it right. doesn't always doesn't always oh, so help. I, I think you started ducking me more you no me. that's not ducking that's i think you i think you duck me now that's the skype doing that f- 
Whereas, like, if I met, if I, if we have a bad Skype connection, we should both be able to talk kind of over each other a little. But if you say something and then I, there's like a sound here, whether it's me and and you've got latency, it makes it because the latency we're gonna cut each other off more. We don't actually, I don't actually cut people off quite this much. Latency (laughs) makes it really, (laughs) yeah. Anyway, it's not our fault. It's Skype's fault. And if there was another solution, uh, we would uh, definitely use that. And and you've tried them all. I have tried them all. You have tried them all. I have done that. There's no comparison. So there anyway, isn't. wash your hands, uh, stay away from the Scoutmaster, and uh, bear down on the Bobcat. So uh, it's been a good week. Um, we, uh, I'm really sorry that you're sick. I, I'm such a... I, uh, John Roderick actually is a worse sick person than me, but I'm a pretty bad sick person. John, John Roderick is the worst. He's the biggest baby I've ever seen in my life when that guy is sick, but I'm pretty bad. It does not take much to like take me out for the day. Yesterday, uh, I basically I felt a little tired, so I watched three episodes of Doctor Who at home. That, that's me. That, that, that's how tough I am. I'm a fighter. The new, uh, the new Doctor Who? Or? We're not going to talk about it. Don't worry. Don't okay. worry. I'm not going to bring you into this. Don't worry. I'm, I'm going to let you stay clear of this. Yeah, I don't. There's, no, I know. I know. Isn't enough said. Bad wolf. So, uh, so anyway, um, I got some follow up. Do you have any fake follow up? Just that one item I put into the. Uh, oh, Dan, 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 Dan. Do you, do you really want to talk about that? We probably should. I want to bring it up at least. How but did it's, you I mean, it's your this? show. You don't have to talk about anything you don't want to. It's my show. It's your um, show, whatever. <laughs> did you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, um, how'd you find that, Dan? Uh, we should tell our listeners what it is that you sent me this morning. Uh, were you, was that something for your personal needs or a gift or what were you, what were you doing? Uh, per- personal interest, personal research that I've been doing. I'm looking at an item, mm-hmm. uh, from, uh, from Amazon. It's available on Amazon. And as you know, we've talked about this and, uh, I, I've been focusing on, uh, on the iPad getting, I have a new iPad air. I've been trying to use it in place of a laptop and you said, well, just start doing that. Just actually don't bring the laptop and the iPad around with you. Just, just take the iPad and see what you, what it is you really can't do. And so we talked about that. And so continuing kind of to do that, I thought, well, it'd be nice if I had like a little stand. That I could uh, that I could put this thing on at the desk. So I'm I'm searching through different stands that they have. And by the way, if the listeners have a recommendation for something I could get, like from Amazon, I would love to hear it. Uh, but in in going through search, I saw this one, and the little the little tiny thumbnail picture of it, it looked like this particular stand had a roll of what seemed to be toilet paper coming off the side of it. And I thought to myself. Is this really what I think it is? Is this really so acknowledging the blight on our society that there's a product to support it? Oh, good. So you don't like it. No. You're you're not into it. I am not into it. Because what it is, Dan. I am not into it. The the thumbnail tells the story. It looks a little bit. Imagine that you got like a a floor lamp with uh, a flexible, uh, you know, top half. So you can kind of. a gr- 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 lamp. <laughs> yes. Pedestal fan. And so you'd be able to adjust your light to uh, whatever your uh, lighting needs were. Imagine that, except you put your iPad on top of that, like like a piece of art. Where the lampshade would go, there's an where iPad. The lamp would, where the lamp would go. And then about halfway down below the gooseneck dingus, you have a roll of toilet paper. Because you keep this in front of your toilet. Right. 
Okay. So first, I mean, there's just, well, uh, where do you begin? First of all, you know, I, wouldn't it feel great to walk into somebody's house? Maybe it's a first date. You walk into somebody's house and you, you walk in there and maybe the iPad's on there. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's somebody with a little bit extra dough. They have a purpose bought iPad just for the bathroom. Can't wait to use that touch interface. <laughs> there's an iPad on a stand in the bathroom. You can't have your toilet paper coming out of the wall like a gentleman. No, you have to put it on the gooseneck with your iPad. Jeez Louise, Dan, the CTA digital pedestal stand. It's really not very costly. It's less than $50 American. Um, it's an iPad 2 slash 3 slash 4 holder uh, with, with, roll, with roll holder. <laughs> and here's, he, I don't know if you noticed this particular detail, uh, but this is why I'm so glad we're talking about it. Uh, so they have one used available for $3 less. Oh, doctor. <laughs> Sometimes I see those things on Amazon and I think it has to be a mistake. That it is a marketplace, as they say, non-Amazon originating purchase. But you'll see something like Unguent, one reseller. And you're like, what? Yeah. I don't want used Unguent. I'm going to pop for the fresh. (laughs) The reviews are our classic, classic uh, Amazon stuff. Can can I just real quickly, before you hit that, can I just really quickly, so people have some context for this. Dan, Dan. Um, could you please tell people in as much as you know, if people wanted to find show notes for this episode of your back to work program, could you please tell them where to go on the internet? As far as I know, they will go to five by five dot TV slash B as in bathroom <laughs> two as in the number and W as in wiping slash one, four, eight. <laughs> Sometimes we have a good show, sometimes we don't. So what? Right, so what? 148. 148. 148. Um, 148. Uh, so just quickly, before Dan gets into the reviews for this, I have not had an opportunity yet to read the reviews. I just want to cover four of the Fs and Bs featured in the bullets. You can easily adjust your iPad to any orientation, angle, or position. So if you wanted five degrees off of a uh, skew, not a problem. Yeah. It's got a bendable 10-inch metal gooseneck tube for multi-directional adjustment. So, so if you really want to hunker down, if you're finding you need to really lean into it, this is a stand that can accommodate. You will not miss a second of your iPad that's been in the bathroom if you really, really need, or maybe you want to, maybe you want to stand erect. Maybe it's something where you like a little like the other way. Yeah. You want to have a little dignity, stand up straight and look at your iPad. Um, it's got an elegant, elegant chrome pedestal, which according to the bullet adds style to your bathroom decor. And finally, it does have a stable heavyweight base with convenient toilet paper. <laughs> it's the last, the last three words. The last three words of the description. Oh, and by the way, right. got a toilet paper holder. Yeah, they were just trying to think of one thing that they could do to really, you know, grease it's, the wheels a little and get to get this thing yeah. flying off the shelves brainstorming meetings where they bring in like some consultant in a polyester suit. He's like, creativity is about two, take a two things that shouldn't be together. Boobs and chewing gum. Boom. Million dollar idea. Toilet paper and iPad. Done. Anyway, uh, it's got a toilet paper holder. It looks like it might hold a jumbo roll. Um, and boy, I just... So, uh, how are the reviews on this? It looks like it's got a, ooh, it's got a hundred customer, for customer reviews. Yes. And they're sure. all, they are all, uh, let's, I don't think we need to read them, but they're all a little bit playful. And, oh, is this a 4K monitor? Uh, type? Yeah. See the 4K monitor? Yeah. $40,000 monitor? Yeah. Okay. Um, 
irritable bowel syndrome. Mm-hmm. Nuts. Very difficult to diagnose. Tough etiology. Anyway, uh, I am sure that this is the answer to somebody's question. Um, well, this is kind of cool. I see in the recommended items below, you can get one for your kid, too. Did you see that, Dan? Same, same maker, CTA, mm-hmm. for the people like this. Uh, Crapper Theft Auto. If, if you see the if you see, there's a little, there's a little, uh, uh, a child's toilet. The CTA people make CTA digital two in one iPoddy. iPoddy with activity seat for iPad. <laughs> for too long, I have suffered in silence trying to enjoy my iPad without an adjacent activity seat toilet. I will suffer in silence no more. I will, I will, I will go. I will use. I will get some microfiber toilet paper, tear off a sheet, and gently, gently whisk across the screen to remove any of the finger marks. Consequent. Do you put it away when guests come over? Is it something like a penis pump or a bong? Is it the kind of thing where you feel like mom's coming over? Do you leave it out and go, "Hey, mom, I've really made it." <laughs> I got an iPad, and by the way, yes, that's jumbo, jumbo roll. You feel like you've really—I mean, like do you get two of these. Maybe you get one for your—you get one for your summer home, one for—I guess for your kids. You could get them the CTA digital two-in-one iPoddy with activity seat for iPad. Yeah, it's got a bright orange lid and holder. Ooh, wow! You know, there's really a lot more variety to this vertical than I had realized. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's a golf game you can play on the toilet. Look at that. How's that? Potty putter toilet time golf game. Yeah. That's got a lot of uh, consonants. So do you have an iPad uh, stand that you'd like? That you'd, you'd like besides this one? Um, this is getting into an area I'm not entirely comfortable with. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, no. The, the, for desk use. Oh, for desk use. Yeah. I wish that I had something better than what I use. Oh, you know what's funny? Can I mention this in passing and then we'll never say a word about it? Yes. I realized I have no intention of buying a new iPad. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. I realized... Mm-hmm. I realized yesterday. Ever? Well, well, I don't know about that. But I thought about it. I went and looked at the store. Funny thing, turns out, yesterday, when I, when I was... Uh, what did my wife call it? She, she said it in this mocking way. I said, oh, I kind of had a tummy ache and stayed home yesterday. And oh, right, stuff. right. And she said, oh, <laughs> you took a personal wellness day. And I said, yes, I suppose I did. I suppose I granted myself a personal wellness day. So anyway, I decided to take a bath and I brought the iPad mini in and I streamed from the app that cannot be named. I watched, uh, watched a, uh, watched a Dr. Who right there in the bathroom, but I brought in a chair and I used the, uh, folder cover thing and put it on a towel so that I adjust it. I could probably use something like this, but I won't because you know, dignity, that's the thing. Do you think this is a little, is it a little undignified, Dan? I, no, I definitely think it is. And, uh, you know, it, it's funny because we all have these iPads that we love and it was perfect. So, um, I was in, uh, I was stuck in bed for a couple of days feeling terrible. And I thought, what better way to get caught up, uh, on Boardwalk Empire than, oh, right, right, you know, right. than to watch this HBO Go on the iPad. And it, it was great, but there is really no way to comfortably look at an iPad uh in in bed unless you're holding it with your hands and that's not comfortable for 
I mean, that's fine if you're like, I'm going to read a little magazine, browse the web a little before I fall asleep, whatever. Uh, that's I fine. I totally agree. But uh, like, if, you're, if you're like, I'm going to now wa- embark upon watching hours of something uh, because I am in bed and it's the only way to do it, you, there's no way you'll be able to make your pillow work with the thing flopping over. It's just, it's not, there's no way to do this. Uh, maybe this gooseneck thing would have come in handy for that. That's not, you know, and I could have used the, the you know, the, the toilet paper as tissues i don't know but maybe i could have used it then but there's no good way to do this there's no like, a, like a like also had a second thing that could hold like a, a thing of a moist wipes right oh right, right. yeah and like a little bin. maybe an unguent squeezer ipad unguent squeezer um for for your piles i feel the same way uh i love the ipad for for really just pretty much everything that it's intended for i like the ipad smart cover is that mm-hmm. what it's called on my ipad mini didn't do the job for this though no, no, this is this is my, this is the thing. But but in order for it to work as well as it does in day to day walking around usage and being able to do that cool thing where like improbably I'm somehow able to do this cool Fonzie flip that makes the thing close without the cover flying off. I have no idea how it does that. That's that's, an, that's a, it's a marvel of engineering. But yeah, what you're describing, like when I was sick and laying in bed and and watching TV, it's what I what I would generally do is lock the screen and then just kind of lay on my side and moan and just put it on a pillow at an angle. You know, so that my eyes were horizontal and things. Right, yeah. But yeah, a gooseneck could be an answer. I just feel like there are there are so many things that gooseneck is not the answer to. It would be nice in that situation. If you're an invalid, like you are right now. Well, yeah. not currently. No, not now. No. Gotta watch more of that Boardwalk Empire. I like what I've seen. I'm it. all caught up. And so here's one thing I will say about it. Is that I, I've I've heard that like when you're sick and and sort of feverish, you're kind of like delirious, and you're kind of like, <clears throat> are you all right? I'm so sorry. I thought I muted. I no. apologize. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> so uh, you have a, a kind of altered emotional state, and so I yeah, like 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 being on a plane. You cry easy, right? And it. So I watched the finale. You haven't seen it yet, but I watched the finale of season four, of Boardwalk Empire. And, uh, I'll tell you what, like, don't watch it when you're on an airplane or sick. Cause you're trying to impress a chick. Yeah. You're that's the wrong time. Yeah. Have you I've, seen, you haven't I've, seen it, right? I haven't. I've cried like three times just in the last probably 36 hours from watching Dr. Who. The show has made me cry a lot more than I expected. Really? And that's just during the credits, right? That's just during the credits. <laughs> <laughs> um i have not i'm 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 sorry i'm stepping on your points your point is absolutely correct i I think also just when you're somewhere unusual i think a plane is shoot we should probably find that article now that we're kind of tacitly talking about about why people cry on planes um but uh but also just being somewhere unusual whether it's a hotel room or anywhere strange or your bed at like 11 in the morning I mean, if you're not a heroin user, like it's unusual to be laying in bed watching a movie at 11 in the morning. It's uh, the light's different. The air's different. Everything's different, you know? Um, plus I think, you know, when you're, you're a little goofy and you're, you're, you're open to relief and what could be more of a relief than feeling emotional? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, you shouldn't get started on it. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I've, it's a lot to undertake. The post two thousand five Doctor Who project. It's a lot of work, but it's pretty good. No, I'm going to steer clear of it. Yeah, I'm just saying. A good man goes to war. Well, I took it out of me. Woo! 
it was a uh, wow. Wasn't seeing that coming. Dan, did you? Um, I think we only have uh, not only. Gosh, we're honored to have one sponsor mm-hmm. for for show this week. Would you like to tell me about something that you like? I would love to tell you about our sponsor, HostGator.com. These guys are the the premier web hosting provider. Now they're here in Austin. I think they're based out of Houston, and uh, and these guys are known industry wide. Why? Because they've got great services. Sure, who, who, who you expect that? But they have really, really, really great support. And they had this big Cyber Monday uh, thing where they had the, all these special deals and stuff. And it's interesting because when I was talking to them about the promotions and other things that, that they've been wanting to do, like they will actually have to say no to some of their promotions because you know, they know that, oh man, when we do this, this is going to increase call volume by 20% with all the new signups. So we can't do it right now. Like, what do you mean you can't do it? Oh, no, because they take support and having people ready to, to support their users when they're calling up, they're getting set up. People are going to have questions. They're going to call up and they're say, wait, I, you know, I think I want to do this. How do I do it? Because they need to have people on staff who are very, very, very knowledgeable, who understand pretty much anything that you're going to throw at them. And I've tested them on this. I've called up with questions, even things I know the answer to and say, how do I do that? <laughs> Hello. Hello, I'm trying to install WordPress with one click and I can't. You know, and and they'll uh, and and they'll they'll walk you through it, you know, and and it's it's just they care so much and their support folks really really are good. And it doesn't matter whether you're you just want a shared, you know, a shared account on one of their Linux machines, you just want to learn Unix, you're doing some fancy thing where you need dedicated servers, they can suit any need, any request that you have, whether it's VPSs, again, shared, dedicated, they have 99.9% uptime, okay? Unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, can't beat that. Tons of these site builder tools, they've got all these one-click, and they really do have one-click installs, where you can get like the latest, greatest, secured version of WordPress installed for you, one-click. Uh, it's really great. they got control panels, or you can just get in there on the shell and do whatever the heck you want. It's your choice. Head over to HostGator.com. You're going to learn more. They've got that 24-7 support I was telling you about. The code that you will use is back to work 12 so all spelled out, back to work 1-2, and that's going to get you 30 percent off of every single thing that you do over on HostGator's site. Every one of their services, all of the things they provide, uh, and they do a lot more than just hosting. So go check them out. HostGator.com, back to work, one, two, 30 percent off. Thanks very much to HostGator for supporting 5x5 and back to work with Merlin Mann in San Francisco. Ah, thank you so much for supporting us. Um, yeah, you know, this is unrequested FUD. They didn't tell us to say this, but you know, it's, it's not that hard to claim that you've got a whole bunch of bells and whistles to give people, you know, it's easy enough to, to, to throw some kind of commodity, um, hosted, you know, <laughs> C panel service at somebody, right. but, to, but to offer this level of support, that's where, that's where the money comes in. That comes into some serious dough and it's just serious resources to actually take care of people when something goes wrong and not just to go, Oh, sorry, you know, we're oversold. You should have figured that out. Like this, is, it takes a, it takes a lot of resources and care, uh, to do what these folks do. And so please do check them out, hostgator.com. Back to work 12 for the month of 12. Can you believe it's 12 already? No. I got the new, uh, the way I keep track of time, one of the ways is like when you pick up the new like calendars, like from our diner around the corner, they mm-hmm. have one of those little old school calendars with the little, where you pull off the, you know, the month. And uh, I can't believe it's already a new calendar. It's blowing my mind. They all right? No, I might need to lay down. Hmm. Hmm. And watch Day of the Doctor. Again, boy, I sat my daughter down in front of one. 
And she made it at 11th hour. She, she, she made it up until the big giant eyeball. And I even warned her. I said, honey, the, the little girl who's hearing voices through a crack in the wall, the crack in the wall is going to open. I'm just going to let you know there's going to be a giant creepy eyeball behind there. Wow. <laughs> and there was. And uh, she said, okay, this is, this is getting boring. <laughs> you know what that means. No, what? Boring. Boring is code for <laughs> you just scared the crap out oh, of Oh, really? <laughs> this is too boring. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dan, I sent you a link to, uh, I, I went and I, I zoomed in on the thumbnail for the uh, Potty Potter Toilet Time golf game. Yeah. Did you get a look at that? Let me see that now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to dwell on bathrooms, Dan. But uh, uh, what you do is you get a little, like, you know, you ever like get what they used to call a toilet set and it comes with like a cover for, for your tank, baby? <laughs> yeah, that's good. But you get the little cozy that goes around the bottom of the commode mm-hmm. and it catches the splashes and mm-hmm. gives you a nice cozy place to stand while you do your business. <laughs> now, what if you said instead, imagine a great, kind of like a cross between like a horseshoe and a large tooth shaped thing that goes around there, except it's made out of AstroTurf and you golf while you're sitting down and defecating. You have a little putter that I'm sure is extremely clean. And you, uh, you put, Dan, let's put that in show notes so people can find the uh, Potty Potter Toilet Time Golf Game. I'm happy to do that. 1469, available from Fairly Odd Novelties. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, some fake follow-up. Oh, I almost forgot to mention this. You know, uh, you know it doesn't matter. I just would like to say Oh, thanks. it's available with, uh, via hmm? Prime. Oh, <laughs> terrific. You don't have to wait. No. <laughs> How many times has this happened to you? You sit down, you have a large Mexican lunch, and you sit... And you can't golf. That's a little bit ping pong. Um, Mexican lunch. That sounds like one of those things like a donkey punch. It includes uh, its own putting green, cup with flag, two golf balls, putter, and do not disturb door hanger. (laughs) Oh, the pride is back. Yeah. Honey, don't come in. I'm golfing while I poo. I bet it's a par two. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, probably. Give, give it a minute. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I just would like to say thanks to our friend Matt Alexander, uh, who launched his Need uh, on, on, online lifestyle uh, brand uh, earlier in November, and he sent me a pair of, of, je- of blue jeans, and and I'm, I'm wearing them a lot. They're really nice, and they fit me. Nudie brand. They're nudie brand jeans, and they fit me. I just wanted to say thanks, and uh, we'll, we'll put Matt's site in uh, show notes. Matt hosts the uh, co-host, the wonderful uh, Bionic program. It's not about race uh, here on 5x5. Uh, highly recommended program. Uh, I apologize if everything I just said made no sense. If everything after putting on the toilet didn't make sense, Matt, pants, Bionic, race, part two. Page two. Um, I was... Maylocks. <laughs> I just want to make you laugh. I know. I'm trying not to. I was on. Was that uh, your best Paul Harvey? I mean, oh, I, I haven't. I can't do Paul Harvey. You can't. No, no. Once you've been in the Scouts, <laughs> <laughs> I was on the uh, Technical Difficulties podcast with Gabe and Eric, and uh, it turned out really well. It was really fun. Episode 57: Reinventing Yourself with Merlin Man. Even though it's, it's mostly me, um, I think arguing about how you can reinvent yourself. I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, technical difficulties. That's in show notes. Uh, Gabe and Eric's new show is a lot of fun. The show notes, Dan. That's in notes. Go look at that page. Look at their show notes. They have a guy. I think his name is Mr. Potato Head. Does their show notes, and they are amazing. They do really good show notes, and that's it's it's a very cool podcast and uh, great show notes. So thank you very much to Gabe and Eric and uh, Mr. Uh, Potato. Potato? I forget the guy's name. It's Potato something. Is that true? I think it's Potato something. Potato Schmidt. P- 
potato Heimer, potato men, no it's I think we should definitely start over, Dan. You want to? Got a bad feeling about this. Um, Man, never tell me the week. odds. Good, big, big week. Uh, also, I want to mention, uh, I think this is, yeah, this is official. The second ever Ungainly X-Men meetup will be happening. Thursday, December 12th at Two Cats Comics. We had, did, it, did it once before, and it was a lot of fun. A lot of people came. Hmm? Uh, so uh, I hope you guys will come to Two Cats Comics in West Portal on the evening of Thursday, December 12th. Please come meet me. Come hang out. Come. You should totally come. Come because, uh, you know, I, I asked him to stock up on, on extras of all the, the trades of stuff that I'm really uh, into right now. So this time we will not run out of Hawkeyes. We will not run out of sagas like last time. Um, but yeah, but anyway, we'll talk about it again next week also, but put it on your calendars. That's in show notes. I think it's MerlinM.com slash meetup. Ungainly X-Men meetup. You can come out and meet me if that's the kind of thing you'd be interested in. And uh, you can check out the uh, black, black cat figure they have there. It's quite handsome. You see the Magic the Gathering cards? See the table where they play Magic the Gathering? They only have one table? I don't know. One goes one way, one goes the other way. So what? So what? Anyway, uh, and so our thanks. My thanks to uh, Special Corey. He's usually my point man for these things. Corey and Christian and Antigone and all of the nice people at Two Cats Comics. Thank you to all of you for hosting that again. December 12th, put it on your calendar. Uh, easily served by the KLNM lines. It's very easy to get to West Portal Avenue. Page three. That's pretty much all I got. Could do more on toilets. I feel like I feel like it's one of those things where if there are things that you like to do in the bathroom while you're taking care of your gentleman business, mm-hmm. like that's fine. But I think when you start getting gear for that purpose, I think you're moving into bachelor land. You're, you're going, you're going into a, a territory, a realm, if you like, that it will be very hard to leave. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you know what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you walk into a bathroom and there's too much stuff that's there to amuse you mm-hmm. while you're using the toilet, it does not send a good signal. It also is going to make people think a lot about how much time you spend in the bathroom and like exactly what kind of hygiene regimen you have in place, whether you are a beaver or, or a bear cat. <laughs> people, are, people are going to have questions about that. Okay, I've got a, an unrelated question. It was something I was listening to a conversation about on the radio this morning. That it, it, it's, you, you brought up your kid and hand-washing, and then you talked about TV shows and then the TV shows maybe being a little too boring slash scary. Uh, and I know you guys look at uh, comics together, you read comics together, and then you, you play superheroes and things like that. I was wondering, do you have any thought on things like, uh, in, in pretend play, things like guns? Yeah, a little. Like, do you, because th- these people on the radio this morning, this is on NPR. So the one person that was there was saying, well, yeah, we we kind of try to stop, uh, you know, we, we kind of try to stop at the point of actually saying this is a gun. They get the dad, he's talking about it, and he's like, yeah, he's, it's fine if it's a blaster and it's shooting lasers and things like that. A blaster's fine, but a gun is that, that's not all right. And I don't really think there is much of a difference. We don't have rules like that. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever reason, Cash is more interested in, uh, he's way more interested in, uh, in, <laughs> destroying things with his hands <laughs> well, more like adventure time stuff where you've got like swords and saucery kind of crazy mm-hmm. battles where he, anything like he's he's definitely at that age where if there's anything that's 
anywhere from an actual, you know, Adventure Time sword or lightsaber on the shelf at the toy store all the way to that stick is vaguely like a sword. He'll be like, we need to do battle now. Like, now we need to have a battle. I'll be like, <laughs> right. I don't feel like doing a battle now. Let's have a battle right now. He's way more into that. He's not really interested right now in, in like, guns or blasters or shooting things. But, like, you know, like, is that... And, and the reason I ask this is it just what you said earlier about things being too scary. Like, my my kid definitely does have that sort of a filter where, well, that, that maybe I don't want to see that because that's a little bit too scary. My, my daughter has that. Uh, my almost six now, his son... He doesn't. He specifically wants to see things that are sort of gruesome or a little bit scary or a little bit where he knows he shouldn't be watching it. Like, he wants that. And But when it comes to, like, playing stuff, the stuff he actually plays and thinks about and talks about is relatively tame. And so somehow does this connect with the stuff that we're showing them, the stuff that they're seeing? And, and, and like, is there, do you guys have, like, a rule? Like, well, that's scarier than what... I was going to show, like, it sounds like you're saying, I know I'm uh, talking in circles. It sounds like you're saying, I was going to show my daughter something that wound up being too scary. She censored herself. Are there things that you do the that for her where you're like, well, we're not going to play with something called a gun, but we are going to be okay playing with something called a sword or a blaster? Or it, is it, do you have that kind I think of police? That's a good question. Um, and it's, it's, very, it's very difficult to answer uh, for ourselves, let alone for the entire world. As you, I mean, as your yeah. self-professed talking in circles indicates, it's hard. It's it's very hard to talk about because it would be nice to, to uh, not nice. It would be um, <laughs> let me let me give you the really boring bottom line. The most unpopular opinion that I can ha- that a person can have today. The most unpopular opinion. I don't have that much of an opinion about it. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to have a strong opinion about this, but we don't have a a strong rule about that. Like weapons she has and plays with uh, several bow and arrow things. One that's like a, a brave branded bow, but she likes to play Hawkeye. So she has a bow and arrow. Right. And then mostly she just carries around. She likes packing things. She's a lot like me, I think in that way she likes packing. She's very into like putting things in bags. So that's a big part of all play is packing. Um, but yeah. And she's got an adventure time. She's got a fin sword and I don't think she has any, guns and 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 boy this is like i say it's the least popular opinion you can have we haven't bought her guns because we just assumed she'd not have toy guns but i don't have a strong opinion about it if if she went to somebody's house and played with guns she wouldn't get a lecture about it my opinion about it uh honestly uh and there's a more interesting thing after this the last part of the uninteresting part um i mainly i'm just scared about how realistic guns look like a kid got I don't want to get into it. Please don't email me. But there's a really tragic thing that happened uh, north of here uh, a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, regardless of your opinion on what, why this went the way it did or whatever, let's just say that today there are some very realistic looking guns, whether it's a pellet gun or a toy gun. They don't all have the orange tip like they're supposed to. But um, there, if somebody, if you're a cop with your blood, you know, pulsing through your veins and your forehead pounding because you're so scared about what's about to happen in a situation and you see a shadow of somebody with something that looks like a gun. If you see somebody with a bow and arrow <laughs> who's, who's three, or in my daughter's case, four feet tall, uh, you know, you might have some questions, but the shape of somebody with a gun is very iconic and I think very, just even waving a gun around in a window can be real scary to other people. So that's, my biggest reason is not that like I want her to, you know, have some kind of crazy anxiety about this or political, you know, randomly uh, strong political belief. Um, just more that like uh, guns are guns are things that are pretty serious. And um, it's not even so much that we think of them. It's what other people might think too. 
to be honest. It's the same reason, like, this is, this is, sounds totally unrelated, but this is, this has been a hard thing for me to teach my kid, but I think it's actually really important, which is she knows not to run into the street. She's never run in the street. Uh, she knows to look left, look right, look left again, right? And you hold hands with the person. I don't care how old you get. You're always going to hold my hand when you cross the street, uh, for now. But the thing that's been, you know, what has been harder to get her to understand is it should never look like you're about to run in the street. Think about that. <laughs> right. Okay, so think about what happens on, like, not a super busy street, not like a street where nothing ever happens, but a busy enough street, like our street, or the street, the major street near where we live. If she, if she runs down uh, the very tall hill from our house, um, it's going to take her five feet to stop. So she might appear from around a building. There's six or eight feet before this big street starts, and it looks like she's about to run in the street. This sounds really random. But it's another example, though, of, like, it's really more about the other people. Like, if, if somebody... People really don't want to hit a little kid running into the street. And we've all almost hit a kid running into the street. I mean, once a year, I almost hit some kid running after a ball in the street because they weren't thinking about it. It just happens. And you learn to drive. <laughs> so it makes it so scary to see how I used to drive now. Um, you realize like how, how we're lucky we are that more people aren't killed that way. But in that case, it's hard to get her to understand. That's an, if you think about that, it's an extremely abstract idea to get her to understand is that no matter how safe you are, you also have to account for how to keep other people safe. And in that instance, in order for you both to be safe, that person's going to slam on the brakes at the intersection if the physics in their mind see a little kid four feet from running into the street. And that could cause a terrible accident because that's going to become the main focus for everybody is what just happened. And that's kind of how I feel about that. Um, we don't own a gun. We would never have a gun in our house in a million years. Um, but, you know, that's my main feeling on it. But was it's not a strong political belief. I, I'm not crazy about guns. I yeah. think there's too many of them. But I, I don't. That's not anything I feel like. You know, I need to have my six year old daughter be anxious about. Right. What's your and, opinion? Well, I mean, I've. I'm part of the reason I ask is that you know he hasn't wanted to play with a gun. He hasn't been at all interested in anything like a gun. Really, like. So I'm kind of. I'm not really sure what to do about it. I mean, guns. You know, I, to me, there isn't a big differentiation between, oh, that's a laser gun that you point at people and it kills them, and that's a regular gun and that has bullets. And I mean, both of them are kind of the same concept. So I don't, I don't get like banning one and not banning the other because one is a little bit more fantastical than the other. You know, like somehow a bow and arrow to me seems, although lethal, somehow sort of safer. Uh, but it's always interesting. Like I'm reading the Chronicles of Narnia. I'm reading the. Uh, I I screwed up and started reading that uh, that horse and his boy second because that's the number on the side of the book. You know, right? Yeah, you mentioned that. It's frustrating. And I, well, I stopped. I had to get away from that thing and uh, went to uh, Prince Caspian correctly. And in this book, there are lots of swords, and there's a couple situations where they're shooting a bow and arrow, and just his interest level. Anytime they're talking about the bow and arrows, kind of. Eh. But like, oh, are the, what kind of sword did he have? You know, what, did he have a shield? Right. You know, like there's the, and, and maybe that's an Adventure Time thing. I don't know. Uh, but I never, as a kid growing up, my one of my all-time favorite toys, like I saved it into almost college age, uh, was Han Solo's uh, blaster uh, pistol. That was the best. It was, it was, the build quality on th that thing was ridiculous. Yeah. It was, it was just glorious. amazing. And it... It, it it had made a little sound that that sounded just like the movie and uh and it was just it was just like the coolest thing ever and it uh it you know i i love that thing 
but I never really had like I might have had one other little fake gun that you know made that you put caps in and it made the the bang that you know like that kind of like it just wasn't that interesting to me but i don't feel like i'm worried i'm not worried that my son is gonna you know try to stab somebody because he likes to play with swords you know uh, i don't i feel like those are separate kind of values and things like you were saying that you sort of have to teach uh in in independently and uh and and kind of police and and monitor in a separate way i don't believe that playing with a gun is gonna somehow uh make them transfer that to actually going and and shooting maybe i'm ignorant well it's it's a high stakes it's a high stakes feeling uh conversation to have it Mm -hmm. feels like a high stakes conversation because like on the one hand if you're a real simp uh like oh i'm gonna turn my child into someone who wants to rob banks would be like a really a basic, really simple way to look at it. I'm going to teach my kid that, uh, accidentally teach them that guns are toys. I think that's understandable on some level. I'm going to teach my kid that violence is the answer. I mean, I, my, this is why my opinion on this is not strong because my, my, my super pattern that goes way above this is it's complicated. And part of that it's complicated part goes back to Dr. Who or goes back to like, I, it's so weird. Every little kid Get ready. This is this is really unsatisfying. Every little kid is really different, and they're really different on different days. Mm-hmm. They're really different about different things. They're really different uh, about things in different contexts and, and even times of day. And so, you know, trying to come up with any kind of a standard that makes you feel less anxious as a parent at the expense of being sensitive to like what your kid actually needs right now is I think not that great a thing. Cause then I'm making it about me. And in this case, so like I screw up all the time. I mean, the biggest screw up, I'm serious. I've joked about this, but I actually feel really crummy about this. Um, we've read so many comics with so many awful, awful things in it, but you know, I've said this before. I don't know if you remember, but you know what the comic was that has like made her like most like given her bad dreams. What? Proteus, which is the story, a uh, really good classic X-Men story around the time of Phoenix, where basically they go to, um, it's, what is it? There's something awful on Muir Island. It's Mutant X, where Moira McTaggart's son is Mutant X. And I don't, I don't know if you remember this, it's from the late 70s, but <clears throat> it's a terrific uh, series, if you like, you know, classic X-Men. But basically, he's, she's got this kid who, like, consumes bodies. He's essentially a zombie, a mutant zombie who's extremely powerful. And he basically attacks people and then takes on their body and leaves this, like, husk behind which i know right uh, yeah that's not appropriate for anybody whatever get off your high horse but like that kind of stuff like it's amazing like zombies even more than guns it's amazing how two kids will feel really different about zombies i know some kids who are obsessed with zombies but ellie's fiance like the toughest kid in the world if you mention zombies to him he flips out just the very idea of anything having to do with zombies and he freaks out in that case i wish i hadn't read that to her because i was not picking up on the fact that it was that it was really scaring her more than i realized but there's no way to know i mean there's and well here's the but here's the crazy part about doctor who is like we watch tons of pg-13 stuff which is really inappropriate with a five or six year old but we do it I think Gruber was showing uh, his kid Raiders of the Lost Ark when he was like three. Didn't yeah. you watch? You watched Raiders of the Lost Ark when he was really young, right? Uh, yeah, but I, I would fast forward through different parts and, uh, and things like that. Yeah, the scene in the cave. You know, like but the in- early, the early on, the scene that happens where there's the two, uh, there's like the the, the two uh, skeletons that are hanging down from where yeah, the spikes come out. Like that part, like that. Uh, 
was surprisingly scary to him when he'd seen stuff like that before. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's all, it's all, but here's the funny thing in in watching the film, uh, he very frequently requests at the beginning of the film, please do not fast forward through the part uh, where Howard Hughes is getting horribly burned in the plane crash. I'm like, actually, I'm going to fast. He'll say it just like that. And I'm like, no, I'm going to fast forward that. He's like, don't fast forward through it. And I'll say, well, so interesting. Why don't you want me to fast forward through it? Because I want to see that part. He's like, I saw it once. I'm like, yeah. And I, I regretted letting you see it once. He's like, yeah, but it's fine. It doesn't scare me. I'm like, I know, but it's still not right for you. And he's like, I'm watching it this time. Like, no, you're not watching it this time, you know? And uh, it's just kind of funny. Like, it does not scare him. That's so weird. But that doesn't mean I want him to see it. So I don't no, let I mean, them you, see it. You've, got to, you've still got to use your own judgment, even if like you've reached the point where they have, you haven't gotten to the point where they're freaking out. But this is what's strange to me is that like, there's a lot of stuff that, and you know, I, whatever, it's easy to judge about this stuff. I, I try not to judge other people. Everybody's different. And, and the thing that I say that is probably just completely falling on deaf ears. But whenever I get that line about so-and-so is allowed to do this, Oh, um, like one of their friends can do it? Yeah. Uh-oh. And whether or not that's actually true, my answer is always exactly the same, which is well, every family's different. There are, you're gonna, what you're going to discover is that when you go to some kids' houses, they're going to be allowed to do stuff that you're not allowed to do even if you're there. But you know what else you're going to discover that's kind of cool is you get to do all kinds of stuff that they would never be allowed to do. And that's because every family's different and that's okay. And we each have our different rules and we do the right thing that lets us be who we want to be. That's always the rule. The rule is like, is this the thing that helps me be who I want to be? That's the rule. Easy. And so, but I mean, I have to tell you, like, it'll never be okay to play in the street and it'll never be okay to like, just go over and have live, live ammunition weapons fire. But you know, the continuum in between is, is pretty complicated. But here's the funny thing about Doctor Who though, is like, it's kind of a kid's show, but it's like the creepiest every, all, every, I mean, like there was one yesterday I watched with these scarecrow guys in it that like, who are kind of like the scarecrow from Batman, except even more like puppety. And they're completely freaky. Hmm. I would never show that to her. I would never show her the weeping angels. I would never show her the silence. Uh, Daleks, probably she can mostly see as long as they're not actually exterminating people. But like all this show is completely, it's got a little sexy, mostly silly, funny humor, quick witted, bon mots, but then occasionally incredibly creepy bad guys mm. and i think that's i think for, not that it matters but in this instance for my kid it's creepiness she does not like creepy i know some kids that can't hear scary music doesn't matter what happens as soon as the scary music comes on it's game over do you know what i'm talking about like they get the room gets dark and you hear you hear like cellos or something yeah like that's all it would take and it's game over for that kid so i've seen some um parental rating sites where it talks about things like yes violence sexuality profanity imitative behavior but also it's like scary music there are some kids where it could be it could be people being they could watch clockwork orange because the music is so lovely it's just that (laughs) it just can't have creepy music in it anyway i don't know i don't know i mean it's i i have to say like and this is probably just me being possibly just being defensive but i think people are so keen to find some kind of a definitive answer to something where they can have 100 percent full confidence that every decision they've ever made or ever will make are in line because they have this rule that's never broken and like uh, you're just so mega screwed if that's how you try to do anything in your life but especially with your kids because every day your kids are trying to teach you something new about what a dumbass you are and if you're not open to that like you miss out so many chances to become a better person 
person by throwing out the rule that you thought was going to save your ass, but is actually getting in the way. It happens every day. And like, it's one of the cool and annoying things about being a parent is realizing, realizing what a dummy you are all the time. And if you're sitting around, you know, with your hickory stick, wondering when the next opportunity is to enforce the big rule, mm-hmm. I think, I think you're going to be a very frustrated person with a kid who repels super hard fairly early. I don't know. Or, or it might work out great. Who knows? So what? So what? Um, is that satisfactory? It is to me. Yeah. It's complicated. People don't like it when we talk about kids. No. Actually, somebody specifically asked for, uh, for it. It's the comics they don't like or like. Right. Or it's Doctor Who that they like or don't like. Well, I don't like that. No, it's fine. Bad Wolf. Um, I ask people on the Twitter uh, for ideas for things that we could talk about. And this actually kind of dovetails with one of the things that several people suggested. Um, can I read out a few of these? Because some of them are pretty good. Yeah. I mean, we're done, Let's, right? So it doesn't matter. Sure. Um, good week. Big week. You sound like you're doing a lot better. You haven't coughed in a while. We're just not making yeah, you Yeah, I think it just cleared, uh, it cleared all cleared out. Toilet putter? Mm-hmm. Bear master? <laughs> Beaver grandpa? <laughs> What is the, uh, in, in the CMS, when I, I know that a new episode... It's for management. When you oh, create a new sense. episode that's ready to go, you put in a certain title. TK, TK, TK. Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, TK is one of those journalism, um, is a piece of journalese jargon, like lead, L-E-D-E, instead of lead, L-E-A-D. Okay. You know about, you know about this, right? You know, like we say, like, don't carry the lead, like, or like head for heading. TK means to come. And I have a, a text expander shortcut for that <laughs> or anything that I need to fill in later. Uh, and it's, it's just really handy if you're writing something and you don't want to, you don't know what's going to be. It's like TBD. But in the case of TK, TK never appears anywhere in the English language except maybe in Poland. Don't want to be ping pong. But TK, TK, TK will never appear anywhere except as older text so I can do a find and replace whenever I'm writing something. One of the last things I do, not last things, but you know, late in the process, I'll always search for TK, TK, TK. So I can find something that needs to be filled in. Would you prefer something else? No, I like it. Now I know what it means. I thought it was like some kind of sound that, I don't know, you know, you've got systems and I, I I've got a lot of systems. Yeah. You thought it was like a kind of sound. Yeah, like um, I, I don't know if this is true, but I heard lead L E D E. I heard that so you wouldn't confuse it with lead and letting. Probably there's a turns out for that. That means it's actually a double not correct, or like head for heading. You know, we well, you uh, know the Led Zeppelin double. thing too, right? Uh, Led Zeppelin. That's because someone told uh, John Paul Jones that his project would go over like a lead balloon, right? And that they were going to call it. Oh, we should call it Led Zeppelin. So they call it Led Zeppelin, but they, why call it L E D instead of L E A D? And they th- they said because the stupid Americans would have no idea that they were supposed to pronounce it lead. They would pronounce it lead, lead Zeppelin. And they said, they're live at leads. Yeah. Because Americans are so dumb. Pretty that they dumb. They had to spell it L E D. God, what my, um, I, Mike had one the other day that he sounded like he was doing an imitation of himself. Was it H H B O H B O. There was one where he got like, like two or three of his, his, his ticks in, in one place. It was really nice. I think it's like, H. H. Uh, There's no H in China. <laughs> you sound like you're in a local production of Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> More. <laughs> 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 Con, set it yourself. Anyway, 
<laughs> would you like me to hear some? Uh, hear me do some songs from Oliver? Would you like that? Yes, actually, that would probably be a good way to wrap up the show. Oh, oh, you ready to wrap it up? You know what? We could probably wrap it up for topics for next time. Well, I'll save these for next time because we could get some good ones. Okay, that was pretty good. That was that wasn't that helpful though. About a lot work. Of, um, people sometimes they just want to go in and mix yeah. it up and laugh. Sure, have a bear. Hmm. <laughs> well, we had really good ones. You know, let's come back. I, I apologize, people who uh, who who suggested topics. Uh, I'll just mention uh, as we're closing out, uh, good ones. Uh, you know what? I should just we should just do them next week. We we'll do it next week. Yeah. Now, what about our what about our phony baloney fake way to make uh, no? Well, let's definitely do that. Guide. Yeah, we got to keep that. Well, We're what, doing it. Okay, so how about Amazon gift guide slash suggestions from listeners? I love it. Hmm. Let's do that. That's one. So that's lame. one show. We should do it though. You can make money with that's one show. You can make money with those things. I know. Man, I don't want to do anything on the toilet now. I just want to go in there and just close my eyes and get out as quick as I can. I just don't even want to think about it now. Are we going to listen? We should leave wanting more. You want to leave him wanting more? Just like hit stop? That's right. Bad wolf. I don't know that what that means. Okay, let's button this up. I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man. Mm-hmm.